Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor, FightfulWrestling.com. We're here for the post-Smackdown show. It is Superstar Shake-Up Week. We're not limited to pro wrestling. We had the Fightful MMA podcast this afternoon. We covered UFC 236 this past weekend. Lots of stuff on that front. Go check that show out. Don't forget, leave us a thumbs up on this video. It helps new people find us. Subscribe. That helps out as well. Uh, Tap the bell for notifications. And a quick programming reminder. We are live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern now for the list. And, your boy, we, we wondered how, how that would do as far as traffic and all that. We got some of our best live numbers ever for the show last week. First week we were at 6. I want to thank you guys for that. And we're here for the Superstar Shakeup. I am joined by Alex Palowski, by the way. Alex, acknowledge people. Hello. I acknowledge you. Yeah. I still consider this sort of rolled in to WrestleMania. Like, yeah, like I see this as like the end of the WrestleMania rush. And unfortunately, we have Andrew Thompson and Jeremy Lambert, our, our great news guys on the wrestling end, who are able to cover so much of this. But man, it, it's like it. It always seems like a fresh start, like maybe a little bit of optimism. But based on the continuing news that we hear throughout any amount of time WWE wrestlers just want some creative satisfaction. Yeah. Alex Luke Harper asked for his WWE release. That makes dash and Dawson at one point, Mike and Maria at one point, Sasha Banks, Ty Dillinger, Hideo Itami, Dean Ambrose wanted wants to leave. That's 10 people in roughly four, four and a half months. I don't remember that ever happening. I don't remember that happening during the Montreal screw job. <laughs> and also Alexander Wolf. That's far from confirmed. Oh, okay. Far mm-hmm. from confirmed. Right. I don't want to speculate on that. I, I guess I was reading goodbye WWE in yes. his in his statement as being uh, definitive. But why not- is he hashtagging on his notes app, by I the way? I don't it know. It doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. Somebody needs to explain to old Al. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's far from confirmed. I'm, I'm working to confirm that, but uh, sanity 
as we look at things, Killian Dane bid farewell to sanity. Uh, Nikki Eric- Cross also, like she posted this really, like very like um, bittersweet, like uh, like this mosaic or a, a, a collage of pictures of all of them hanging out. Like it's really sad. Like the members of yeah. sanity are not taking and, this well. By the way, Nikki Cross not on Raw or SmackDown. No, no. I I will at some point tonight give you my crazy wacky theory of where we're going to see Nikki Cross next. Maybe with Killian Dane. That would make a whole lot of sense. It would, but that's not my theory. Okay. Well, we'll talk all about that. And I mean, there weren't that many NXT call-ups. No. And that I, I, I like because there were a lot of people who were, who were starving to do things. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get into it. We're going to give you a complete rundown of everybody who switched brands at the end of this and what we think of that. But this show started off with Kevin Owens getting a great hometown ovation from the crowd. He touts the shakeup and WrestleMania and introduces Kofi Kingston to a giant pop. There's no biggie. He sustained a meniscus injury last week. So Kevin Owens congratulates Kofi Kingston and there are wee chants. There are some soccer chants. Uh, lots of great stuff there. Xavier Woods says he's going to go crazy because Tyler Breeze is not on the show, and he does not get Tyler Breeze. No, he doesn't. He's very at, upset about that. At least as of now. As of, there as is of no right Tyler now. Tyler Breeze. Because yeah. what I don't want to happen, Alex, is at the end of this night, like me and you pointed out, then to be like, oh, by the way, these 10 more people are on SmackDown, and these 10 more people are on Raw. That is counterproductive in my estimation. Yeah, it's kind of productive, and yet they've done it every time they've done one of these things. They haven't done it every time. Not every time, I guess. Not but. every time. Um, they've they've limited it to some degree, but it used to be real bad, like in 08, 09, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just like everybody. They traded rosters yeah. pretty much. I mean, I, what, here, here's the thing that, that, that I, I wish they had done more of is, um, like, we traded this superstar for this superstar. Like, I, I would love legit trades throughout I, the year. Uh, or legit trades throughout the year would be fine. And also, Raw got this person, and as a result, SmackDown got this person. Like, yeah. over the course of these two nights, you can say that, and, and we'll totally be cool with that. I mean, I think one of the things that, that I think uh, isn't uh, available for them to talk about because Joe is sick or hurt or whatever uh, is that apparently you, you can assu- we can assume, I suppose – that uh, Balor has been traded for Joe because that's usually the way things like this happen. But- Joe was supposed to be there last night. As I reported on Select, he was sick to the point of where he couldn't function, apparently. Yikes. So that's rough. But <laughs> I did mention that Almas perpetually chasing at United States title. Yep, forever. <laughs> forever. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that as we get there. Kevin Owens offers himself up as Big K for the New Day. But then he says, no, Big O is funnier, so we'll do that. He wants to be the third member of New Day. Owens is fantastic here. His comedic timing is almost unmatched. And need I remind you, every single time this happens, this is his second language. Yeah, no, he's... he's. I, uh... I wish I was that funny in my first language. <laughs> he's... He's a he's a treasure. He's amazing at, at what he does, uh, and the fact that he can just that he's so effective at being heel or face. I, I love that he's able to roll with the punches when he goes according to my notes, which I left in the locker room, but that's okay because I memorized <laughs> them anyway. 
I believe that in that moment, he realized, oh, crap, I don't have my notes. I better add them something here. And it was better than whatever it was he was supposed to say. Um, I also really hope, though I have ob- obviously no confirmation whatsoever about this, that it was scripted to be Big K. And he was like, no, no, no. It's funnier to say Big O. So in the moment, I'm switching this thing to Big O. And now I'm Big O. Because that is way funnier than Big E. Also, I don't know if you you conferred with your close personal friend, Mr. Warren Hayes, but that is also the name of Olympic Stadium. It's the nickname of Olympic Stadium in Montreal. So also makes it funnier, as he pointed out. Uh, Go give Mr. Warren Hayes a follow, by the way. He'll be doing the NXT 205 Live UK review on Fightful Select this week, as every week. Uh, Xavier Woods reminds Kevin Owens that there's a lot of groinal movement, and Kevin Owens gets arguably the biggest dong shaking yep. pop I have ever heard. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. Like I- I've never seen quite anything like it. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's great. The, 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 again, as you said, the comedic timing of it, like, Oh, you think I can't do this? And like the, the, uh, the exact amount of seconds. And if you want to get a dong shaking pop, Check out our friends at Blue Chew, Alex. Walk into that one. You sure as hell did. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises, even if you're switching brands. Make your impression. Get that confidence. There doesn't have to be something wrong for you to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor's visits. No waiting at the pharmacy. No more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, you get them for free. Free. Just use the code FIGHTFUL. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. Alex? You take a blue chew, the, the big O is taken, but you can be the big D with blue chew, code Fightful. Well, if you'd like to give somebody the big O, you might get some help from- uh, Yeah, from damn Blue right! Chew. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of you right now. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, this was good. Normally, I, I don't know how I'd feel about this segment. There were some people that were like, oh, Kofi Kingston, comedy. Huh. Yeah, he's an entertaining, funny act. He can be funny sometimes. Can you imagine if they were like, okay, well, now you've got the belt, so no more being fun. Nobody has to, uh, like, everybody doesn't have to always be the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. That's yeah. not the way that it works. But uh, Kevin Owens offers himself up as a teammate against Rusev, Nakamura, and Cesaro. Um, DJ Cass asked the question, what in the world is with all these eight-man, six-man, and tag team matches that mean nothing? It is simply a way to introduce talent. That's yep. that's what it is here. And yep. I thought all things considered, tonight's SmackDown had some real good wrestling, Alex. Yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, uh, I think that I think that a lot of it is uh, the thing that I've been I've been getting from people is – They'd rather see these champions in the matches that they. I mean, like the tag tag division, fine, but do tag teams and tag matches. But you have people like Seth Rollins and and Kofi Kingston 
who are singles champions, uh, ostensibly the top on their brands, who are forced into these giant multi-man tag matches, uh, which you know feels like okay, great, you know, cool. I'm glad that they're involved. Thank you for putting them on the screen at least. Um, but it'd be better if we actually saw them wrestling singles matches that you know would move move them toward uh, their next uh, major feud. Yeah, I would. I would agree. I would agree. Up next. Actually, uh, backstage, Cesaro approaches, offers his services to Rusev and Nakamura after that. No Sheamus in sight tonight. Finn Balor, he's on SmackDown. This is a move that probably needed to happen. That being said, I feel like they added one too many pieces to SmackDown because at least Bobby Lashley isn't on SmackDown because you had to get Finn Balor away from Bobby Lashley. Yes. For the love of God. Yeah. Uh, But the IC title on SmackDown... I like that move, Alex. No, that's 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 good. I'm I'm here for that. That's fine. Uh, you know, we assume moving Samoa Joe to Mondays uh, allows for that. You know, the giant Haas battle that we were hoping for for him and Braun to possibly happen. Uh, the, the one guy that that uh, that didn't get moved so far uh, from from Raw to to SmackDown that I thought was a shoe in was Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that was perfect for him to show up and screw with the new day and possibly probably be the guy who takes the belt off of Kofi eventually, uh, keeping him, um, on, on raw, uh, where he maybe will be a thorn in Seth Rollins side, but keeping him separate from the big surprise that we'll talk about later, uh, is also probably good for him in the long run as well. Zanthuias sends a uh, super chat. By the way, guys, you send a super chat, any donation, we will answer your question. His question is, pardon the interruption, but would either of you fine gentlemen happen to know who's the cat who won't cop out when there's danger all about? Uh, homeboy, that's Shaft. That is Shaft. That is Shaft. Yep. Uh, question my taste in film ever again, <laughs> and so help me God. Uh, Shaft is confirmed better than Pulp Fiction. This was a good match. Finn Balor took on Ali. I figured you were just all shitted up in your pants. Well, for this it was, one. I, I was, I mean, I was more shitted at the beginning when I thought, oh, cool, icy title match. No, because they don't do those anymore. They don't do actual title matches on these shows. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I was, I was, I was cool. I'm, I'm, I certainly was intrigued. Um, I think that it's, it's cool to see uh, uh, Mustafa in there with another cruiserweight. Yeah, because it's been a while. Um, but uh, this is a thing that they're doing now with him, where you know it's not my <clears throat> preference for for what he's being booked as, but I can absolutely see him as your top upper mid card hope spot babyface. Like that's like I don't think he's ever he might never get a title run with anything. If he does, it'll only be the IC title. It'll never be at the at the top level. But he's always going to, to going to get good reactions, um, and he, he will always make whoever he's in the ring with look like a million bucks. I would agree. Um, I, I love this match. I thought this was a lot of fun. Really, really good match. They slugged it out hard. Balor connected on a dive. They don't really slow it down that much during the commercial. Uh-huh. They had this chop trade. That was really good. Balor stomped Ali a lot more in the throat than he did. In the chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That little quick short stop was a uh, uh, little high. Gonna have to, to uh, watch that one. Um, 
Balor stomps. Uh, I mentioned that Ali does a phenomenal super Franken center, but misses his 450. A Balor drop kick, coup de gras. That shit was good. A Balor is ve- very much better suited for SmackDown. Shorter show with likely less talking. And here's the thing: openings at the top of the card for heels. Yep, which could be very good. Yep. Uh, yeah, I I really appreciated the the back and forth nature of the finish of this match. It really felt like, oh, you know, I, I could absolutely see them uh, given, I mean, the problem was is that I don't think they were ever going to have Finn lose two non-title matches to, to, to different guys younger than, you know, er, lower than him, quote-unquote, on the card in back-to-back nights. So the fact that he lost to Andrade last night pretty much confirmed that there was no way he was losing Mustafa tonight. But separate from all that context, within the context of the match, it looked like it was possible to give Mustafa the win. And I love the the no water in the pool 450, but he landed on his feet, rolled through it, turned around right into the running drop kick, right into the, to, the coup de grace. That was great. Uh, very, very well done. And again, you, you, you could hit that running drop kick against a whole lot of people into the corner The Finn does. When he hits it to Mustafa Ali, it looks like he was shot with a cannon. Like it's it, he really makes everything look like it like it hurts. Are you ready for some more breaking news? Please. Remember how we said that we didn't want them to announce a bunch oh, yeah. of names? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, Mickey James, all to SmackDown. Um which which begs the question. Wow. Who's gonna wrestle on Raw in that women's division? We'll we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh we will Add our conclusive thoughts yeah. on these soup shake people. Actually, we might as well now. Liv Morgan away leads that that's no more riot squad, at least no more to that squad. degree. Yeah. Good. Sarah Logan should be with the uh, Viking experience. Yeah, that thing. I almost called them the Viking Express. I thought that was their name. <laughs> Ruby Riot needs to be a top of the card. Yes. Yes. Woman, because that that division is something. Apollo Cruz. I honestly kind of figure he ends up teaming with Chad Gable in about six months. <laughs> yeah. And I think that would be good. I mean, they, 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 I love that you thing you have your, we have Rude and Gable come out and say, all right, that's it. No more Mr. Nice guys. We're going to do we're dedicating ourselves to tag team wrestling. We're going to be the best tag team on raw. We lose two matches in two weeks. Then we're going to get split up in the sub superstar shakeup. So good writing guys. Like, I guess you're keeping us on our toes. But that was yeah. all for naught. Chad Gable's ridiculously talented. Can can you figure out a way of just allowing him to be good without having to attach him to old guys in tag teams? Um, I, listen, him and Apollo Cruz, I'm I'm fine with. But I also feel like there's a there's a singles career in there for for Chad Gable somewhere, particularly since they're bringing up dudes from 205 Live onto the main roster. He's not tiny anymore if you're promoting the dudes under 205 pounds. I'll tell you what I don't need to see, a Bobby Roode singles run. I, it does not click for me. It doesn't do it for me. Yeah, raw, raw, we're going to talk about this. Raw's a wasteland in certain areas. Right man. now, oh yeah. I mean, their tag team division was before this week. Now they're it's it's looking real choppy. Uh, yeah. We'll go ahead and get into the next segment. Charlotte Flair taking on Carmella. These two have really good chemistry together. I think back of that match where you and I were like, "Yep, did Carmella just carry Charlotte Flair?" 
Yes, she she did. And Carmella has not wrestled a ton in singles action since then. Mm-mm. Well, she and Charlotte worked really, really well together. And honestly, wouldn't surprise me to see Carmella move over if they're making more changes. I don't know what's going to go on here. I don't, I don't know, know if we're done with the superstar shakeup right now. Have no idea. This but- thing. You know as well as I do that sometime in the middle of May, Carmella could just wind up on Raw. They'd never explain it, and we'd have to go along with it. And that, because, that bothers me. That because, bothers because, me, man. Oh, it bothers me too. But the idea that we would be like, well, look at I mean, if you if you take a look at the roster of the women's division on Raw versus SmackDown, obviously there's a there's a very large discrepancy. It doesn't matter because at any point anybody can switch brands because who cares? Because that's the way that they've decided to to write their shows is that it, nothing matters. Hooray! Well, Charlotte is screaming in the ring. She gets super kicked twice. Carmella reverses a body slam with the old Edge-O-Matic. Charlotte goes to work on the knee, slams Car- Carmella into the barricade. Taps uh, Carmella taps the figure eight, but she got a lot of offense in here. She did. Uh, yeah. Charlotte gave her a lot in that regard, and this this was just a good match. Yes, this was well, good, this and good. there ain't no shame in losing to Charlotte Flair. No, there isn't. They're going to keep her strong, certainly, uh, keeping her on SmackDown. <clears throat> While Andrade is on raw is an interesting thing and 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 kind of goes to my point that they're not batting a thousand on keeping those people together anymore um but i mean not exactly a married couple no not not a married couple and certainly you know listen who knows if vince has any idea what's going on you know depending on who's dating who but whatever i'm saying is i i liked um i liked this match i really i really enjoyed the finish it was very simple Mm-hmm. Chop block on the apron leads directly into the figure eight. That's Clean how you finish them, but complete. That's that's great. Like I I I start, started uh, worked on your leg with a very specific move and event and finished you off with it. That's that's matches it, should end that way. They don't yeah. always have to end with a distraction roll up. Like a lip, you know how many MMA limb? fights? You know how yeah. many MMA fights I see where somebody chops away, chops away, chops away at the leg, and then the leg just gives. Gives. Yep. Love it, man. I love it. Lars Sullivan shows up, and I, I put in my notes, who knows what brand he's on at this point. I've been told it's SmackDown, as I, I posted not. on Fightful Select. I've been told by people backstage he's on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, he beats up R-Truth, gets a great reaction for it, too. Yep. Like, got a really good reaction. And Eyes Carmella, running powerbomb, finishes it. So, no Ray match, apparently, but all right, cool. We'll see how, how that hashes out. Then, like, everything happened at the same time. Becky Lynch cuts a promo, and she's interrupted by Amber Moon, who I thought, you know what? That's good. That's so good. Like, I thought, at, at this point in the promo, I was like, I don't know what they're doing with Becky. If she's defending the Raw title on Raw and defending the SmackDown title on SmackDown, <clears throat> and if they alternate pay-per-views or whatever, if the first SmackDown challenger to Becky Lynch is Ember Moon Oh boy, that's a match I'm I'm looking forward to. And well, then all of a sudden, everyone joined the roster. Everyone joined SmackDown. <laughs> Bailey shows up, and I think, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. We can we can deal with that. We can do Bailey. That 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 makes a lot of sense. And she says, which a point that is reiterated, I think, somewhere near 42 times. Yeah. She's focused on singles competition. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there was really interesting. She says, I spent the better part of a year willing those tag team titles into existence. 
and we were the first team ever to win them. And now I'm focused on singles competition here on SmackDown. Yeah. It just, it really drove home the point of like, yeah, those things exist because Sasha and Bailey like angled for those things. I mean, other people did too, but they were saying, we want these, we want these, we want these. And basically from, from a lot of reports that I read, like did a lot of pestering to, to, to the actual, okay, fine. Yes, you're right. We'll do that. Um, so her coming out and saying I'm wrestling on SmackDown now and I'm doing single stuff, like it kind of, kind of hit. Like it was like, wow, that's yeah. oof, oof. Uh, Y2 Jericho says, y'all catch them booing Bailey. There's no story to that. It's Montreal. It happens every it's year. Montreal. But I wonder, I wonder they honestly. They who they cheer and they cheer who they boo. That's true. Uh, but I, I do, I do wonder uh, overall, because I do see, I did, I have seen a lot of anti-Sasha stuff on social media. Of course. I wonder, I wonder how much of that just transfers over to Bailey because of uh, association. Yeah, and people, people are people are basically booing booing Bailey because Sasha's not there for them to boo, and I'm that's not. And come on, guys, come on. Yeah, it's it's standard. It's Bailey in Canada, man. Yeah, it, it works like that. Uh, they're interrupted by the Iconics who troll all of them, but then Paige shows up, and she's debuting her new team. But Fire and Desire come out, and Paige goes, yeah. "Well, no, it's not them. No, not those people. It's Oscar and Kyrie Sane." Hell of a team. It's not the Sky Pirates. They've got no. plans for Io Shirai and NXT. And uh, perhaps appropriately so. She's not as accustomed to the, the brand yet. But, yeah. hey, this, this ain't a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> but it is also real loaded on SmackDown right now. Yeah, it's interesting that they like, oh, here's this new tag team of Kyrie Sane and Asuka each of which I could absolutely see being at the top of a singles women's division. And like I, it, I like that. That's how tag team should be. Right. No, the, the, this is fine that you're, you're, you're keeping them here, but um, I, I, I want, I want to see Kyrie Sane r- run at the, at the title at some point. I want to see Oscar back up near the title because I still think she was frantically, you know, taken out of that spot erroneously. Um, but there I'm, I'm, I am very excited that they're saying, okay, we have a tag team women's division now. We have these tag team titles that people are going to be going after. Let's create actual, real, formidable tag teams. And that's what they've done here. And the people, you know, who are like, well, it can't be because they they don't speak English. Well, now you got Paige who can manage them and you can silence those people right away. Yeah. Uh, this leads to a tag team match, a really good one. I had mentioned last night that I think a lot of people are going to notice the style of Raw's women's division changing because you had Ronda Rousey and everybody was trying to keep up with her physicality in the ring. And you saw some stuff kind of get softballed last night. Yeah, uh, Things did not get softballed on SmackDown Live tonight in this eight-woman tag or in the Carmella versus Charlotte match. I love that. I love the snug work. Uh, Bailey does a huge suicide dive on the fire and desire. The new sky pirates are working well together. Mandy Rose's bicycle knee continues to be awesome. One of my oh. favorite moves in wrestling right now is from Mandy freaking Rose, which is yeah. really cool. Really fun, fast paced match. It's almost like SmackDown's women adopted raw style. And I'm cool with that. Everyone gets a little shine at the end. Billy Kay's cell of Kyrie Sane spinning back fists is freaking hilarious. Great. 
She's wonderful in what she does. They know that compared to everybody else, they're not going to be not everybody as as mentioned earlier, not everybody can be the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. Right. But if you carve out that role for yourself and make yourself useful, yeah. You can do this. Um yeah. Kyrie Singh got over with the crowd just based on her finish. Yeah. Great reaction. Asuka using a reverse DDT as well, perhaps as to make Darren Young stop crying. <laughs> uh <laughs> Have you heard that story? No. Oh, boy. So Chris Van Vliet did an interview with Darren Young. And I was a part of that media tour as well. You know how I do making a finisher? Yeah. I was going to do one called erasing a finisher. Because WWE, when Darren Young was managed by Bob Backlund, said, hey, you can't use the crossface chicken wing anymore. Can't Uh. use it. It's dangerous. Like, huh? And they were like, oh, well, well. Do it on Randy Orton and see how he likes it. He's got shoulder issues. And he's like, well, man, it's not that it's not that serious. Yeah. Not that serious. And um he was told to use the Cobra Clutch instead. And he goes, Well, why isn't Sergeant Slaughter my life coach then? <laughs> he's like, I know him, I like him, but that's not what we're doing. It's Bob Backland. He yeah. uses the crossface chicken wing. <laughs> and uh he said that the Miz came up to him in the locker room and was like, Hey. I was just watching NXT last night. Oscar's using the crossface chicken wing. They were saving the move for her. Right. And he says that he, in the locker room, pardon my language, said, I fucking knew it. <laughs> and that he cried to Triple H. Wow. And unfortunately, uh, yeah, I was going to put this out for an erasing the finisher. I still might. Mm. But uh, Chris Van Vliet has the interview out where he, he tells the story in detail as well. Crazy stuff. But Oscar using reverse DDT. She's having mercy on the man. Right. Well, I also love that it's a reverse DDT, which which plants the victim directly in the path of the insane elbow. That's I I I always appreciate uh you know a, a move from one tag team partner to put the the opponent where exactly. they need to be for the other tag team partner's finisher. I always appreciate that that the reverse DDT is fine. It's a scorpion death drop. Like I would, I a, like part of me wouldn't hate to see. Kyrie Sane doing that elbow drop while Asuka has somebody in the chicken wing. <laughs> that might be a little dangerous. Let's really get those tears out of Darren. <laughs> yeah. All right, wow. man. He, he's a yeah. really nice dude, but hey. Yeah. DJ Cass says, I've seen instances where one show uh, will get like a stacked roster. It won't mean anything months down the line. So the shakeup doesn't matter. Well, the shakeup does matter, but it matters as much as WWE allows it to matter. Right. And makes it matter. And we'll see. Maybe some new people will get a push on, on Raw. Yeah, uh, I don't think that Raw's women's division is short on talent. What I think is it's short on people that are protected. Yeah. I mean, Ruby Riot's really good. I think that Natalia is really good in the ring. I look at Alexa Bliss; she's a fantastic character. Uh, I look at Dana Brooke, and I've said, you know what? Let's give her a shot. Let's see what she can do. She's improved a lot. Uh, Sarah Sarah Logan. We don't know what she can really do uh, as a singles. You look at Sasha Banks. Is she coming back? I don't know. Naomi's hit or miss. Yep. Now, the thing is, none of them have been protected, Alex. Nope. Who would you say maybe the most? Alexa Bliss? Well, that's because she hasn't wrestled. Right. I mean, and and they they can easily say this thing like, well, she had her first match back and she beat Bailey very soundly. Um, You can basically say that we, we kind of like, okay. Um, she's a five-time former champion or whatever it is, they could easily go back to protecting her very quickly. 
There's other things you can do. We can have Ruby Riot come out and say, "All right, you've broken up my squad. Now it's just me. It's a I'm a it's a one woman squad, and I'm I'm going to take people out." And then she could be redoub- redouble her focus and her efforts and come out and kick people's asses. You can you can do that. You can you have a great opportunity with good storytelling and writing to get people over from from places. What I don't like is where you skip all that storytelling and promo stuff and just have them get win a match and expect me to go, oh yeah, they win matches now. You have to figure out a way of changing the character a little bit, give them new motivations, a new finisher, something that allows them to be believably winning new matches. Yeah. Yeah. Other happenings, Jeff Hardy is the absolute shits in this selfie promo. Yeah, man, I am still feeling it from that Lars Sullivan attack last week, man. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I hear how you, I hear how you talk. You round off your words. You don't yeah. add your ing's. I, I've heard it for two decades now. Yeah, Hardy's tout their title win though. And then let's fill Alex's diaper. <laughs> Buddy Murphy is headed to SmackDown. I can't wait for him to be the first victim of the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation, Alex. Man, no, I'm just I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. This like, is like this is cool. Buddy Murphy on SmackDown. Buddy Murphy. Here, here's here's the interesting thing that I that I I think is really interesting, and I don't know where 205 Live is going, how this is all going to shake out. But last November, if you were to say to anybody who watches 205 Live, who are the top three guys on this show, their answer would be in some order: Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, and, and Mustafa Ali. All three of those guys are on the are on the main roster in some place now. Um, that's 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 really cool. That, that there's there, that there's not a ceiling. At, I can't hate you, on it. Yeah, can't. you can say like you, before it was like, well, that's a death sentence. You get sent to two hundred five live. You got nothing. Here's another guy who would have been in my top five or six in November on two hundred five live is Leo Rush, who's not wrestling anymore, but he's on TV every week. And he's helping Bobby Lashley be something that's least interesting occasionally. 205 Live has like nine people now. So that means we got to see some new people on there. Yeah. And 205 Live, as you mentioned, not a death sentence. No. The What was the thing that we mentioned last year repeatedly? It would be really neat if people from 205... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live Live could do like New Japan and right. declare that they're heavyweights now. Yeah. That's that's exactly the same thing. That's it fine. is the same exact thing, except they they do it in the WWE way. Now, yeah. when you look at things, 
Right now, the 205 Live roster is Tazawa, Arya Davari, the Brian Kendrick, uh, Gulak, Gallagher, Carrillo, Mike Kanellis, Oni Lorcan, Tony Nice. I know a lot of people will get all pissy in their pants about it, but I think Pete Dunn going to 205 Live would not be a bad idea. Well, it, it, would cer- it could certainly be a bridge. And then he could, because now we know eventually, if you're good enough on 205 Live, you can wind up on the main roster. Before, yes. before Mustafa Ali made the jump, that was impossible. That was, exactly. that was theoretically impossible for you to go from 205 Live to a main mm-hmm. roster spot. So now the thing I think that they would be really good is if they blended more, the fact that Oni Lorcan is currently working both places, he's in NXT and 205 Live. Sure. I think I think that all the guys who are under 205 Live in NXT should at least have showcase matches on 205 Live and maybe even mini feuds that last a few weeks because there could be a way of transitioning guys from, from, from NXT to I mean, five live and then beyond. Look at look at UK. I mean, we we've seen some of the transition. Noam Dar moved to UK. Yep. We yeah. have Cassius Ono moving from NXT to some degree over to NXT UK. Yeah. I like that. Re- if if it's not working for somebody in one place, yeah. slide them over into something else. And I think that Pete Dunn could add some sort of marquee value to to the two hundred five live brand. Yeah. Not in that. Oh, casual fans are going to know him. I know I'm going to get some doofus out there that says, nobody knows who Pete Dunn is. <laughs> yeah. And am I the type of person that's like, Pete Dunn is going to wrestle. Let me tune in. No, I'm not. But there are a lot of people who are. He's got if, a very devoted fan base. If Pete Dunn showed up on 205 Live tonight and challenged Tony Nese for, for a match for the Cruiserweight Championship next Tuesday on 205 Live, I'm going to watch that while we're, while we're doing the podcast. I'm watching that match. I'm not missing that live because again, that's live. There's something else that's going on here with the Buddy Murphy and Kyrie Sane thing. Both of them have championship matches on tomorrow night's taped NXT, and it kind of ruins. You know, I know we know a lot of other wrestling fans keep up on spoilers, but a lot of people don't, and so it's like, oh well, I guess Buddy Murphy doesn't beat Velveteen Dream yeah. then. Like it's kind of like it's like kind of too bad. It might like might have helped them to like have them announce that at the end of NXT tomorrow, and then have them show up next week on on SmackDown. But that's just nitpicking. Uh, also, it's worth noting WWE just signed Trevor Lee. Yeah, he, he could pop up on Two Hundred Five Live. He he doesn't sure. need to spend any time in NXT. No, he he's been working in front of cameras the last several years right. of his career. So. I- um, I will say you mentioned something about but, uh, Buddy Murphy being the first victim of the big dog on, on SmackDown Live. Listen, he's not going to win that match. But <laughs> Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns would be fire. If I'm Roman Reigns, it's the type of person I want I want Ooh. working me in a four- or five-minute match uh, at the very least. Also, Stokely Hathaway for 205 Live seems like a good idea. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> as we uh, move on, the new New Day – Defeated Rusev, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Backstage, they made Big O eat a bunch of pancakes to get into the New Day. Big O does the intro very well. Yeah, it was really cool. Did you see the picture that Big E tweeted? I did. From his hospital room. That was great. (laughs) I love that they busted out the unicorn stampede that they don't really do anymore. Yes. Just to get Kevin Owens in on the hour, Big O in on the action. Yeah. And the cannonball at the end. Uh, heels took control through the break, but Xavier hit a fantastic missile drop kick. Mm-hmm. I usually hate those because it looks like the person 
doing them gets hurt more. You, you heard me bitch about it for weeks until they yeah. just stop doing them all the time. Yeah. This one looked really good. Kofi hot tags to a big pop as Asaro does a swing, and nobody sells it better than Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Just throws his arms out there. Uh, the finish is set up by a great assisted Topic on Hilo from Newer Day. Trouble in Paradise into a stunner. Tell me what you thought of the Rusev sell because it seems like there is nothing. Keep in mind, this man is married to Lana, yes. and it seems like nothing gives him more joy in life than taking a stunner. <laughs> he found a new interesting ways of doing that. Like this is the point. I I just have to in some place. I don't know how we figure out how do we get get around to it. But they're on the same brand now, so it's theoretically possible. I need to see Rusev take um, an eclipse from Ember Moon because <laughs> I, I feel like he would bounce out of the ring. Like he he just loves taking that stunner so Mixed much. Match challenge is my is my best hope for that. Yeah, and that would, that would be I, ho- I hope it happens. This was fun. It was harmless. I'm enjoying Kevin Owens as a babyface, which is why I don't want the heel turn to happen. <laughs> right. Every here's the thing that um that. We've been conditioned by years of WWE programming and writing. Nobody can just be somebody's friend. Yeah. You like you can't have somebody and say, hey, I like you. Uh, I'm a good guy. You're a good guy. Let's be buddies. Because then it just requires everyone to do like the shifty-eyed dog meme. And you're like, I don't think I necessarily yeah. li- like, uh, sure. trust you. And that's the thing is that I wish we could just accept Kevin Owens genuinely sincerely wanting to be the new day's friend and the new Big E, but we can't because that's been ruined by years of WWE saying anytime a guy who used to be a heel is trying to play nice, you know, he's going to turn on somebody eventually. And I wish we, we could just allow us to have nice things. Callum Williams says they moved live Gable Cruz, Mickey James at SmackDown. If you don't know yet, we do. Uh, thank you for the super chat though. If you want to ask a question in addition to that, feel free since we had kind of already addressed that. This was a fun segment. Uh, the main event, the biggest acquisition, which was teased. Yes. Now, I believed in my heart of hearts that they meant the biggest acquisition of SmackDown Live, not right. SmackDown history. Yes. That covers a lot of ground. That covers Hulk Hogan and The Rock and Batista. Mm-hmm. But the way that WWE views this, it very well could be. And it's not wrong because the biggest oh. acquisitions in SmackDown Live history in the Superstar Shakeup prior were The Miz and Charlotte Flair. Uh, by the way, makes a lot of sense as we'll, we'll talk about. We'll, we'll, we'll just get into that. We're going to give a complete soup shake breakdown in a moment. Yeah. But Elias is brought out and mm-hmm. the strum is botched. Yes. But he says that he questioned Vince McMahon. Uh, about the WrestleMania stuff and getting attacked by everybody, but he has his finger on the pulse and will replace AJ Styles atop the brand. I thought name-dropping AJ was really smart. Sure. It showed that Elias has the intent of being the new franchise. Yes. But Roman Reigns is there. Yes. And this is a big one. This one changes the face of the entire company because this is the guy that the show has been built around for five years now. Yes. For better or for worse, this entire program has been crafted with plans for this guy to be the top name in the entire company. Uh, they're going to Fox this fall. Obviously, that has a lot to do with it. Yep. Uh, I know that Fox wanted a Ronda Rousey. 
This ain't a bad consolation prize, Alex. No, it's not. This is uh, this is this is them giving Fox a make good. This is them saying we're serious about this. Here's the here's our top guy, and I have there's zero doubt in my mind that by October he will be the WWE champion. Just zero doubt. Sure. So that'll be that'll be their way that they say, okay, Fox is getting our our best guy on what we can sell to them is our best show. Um, uh, this was, this was fine. Uh, it's, it's a weird deal of like the, the, the deliberate troll job that WWE and Vince McMahon pulls on the audience. Like, Oh, it's the biggest one ever. Here's Elias. Uh, and the idea that then we have Roman comes out, hits the Superman punch on Elias and then hits one on Vince. And is like, I don't care what he says. I'm the big dog here. And I'm like, and what, what, what WWE wants us to believe is that Vince really wants Elias to be the top guy on SmackDown and not Roman. And Roman shows up and says, screw you, Vince. I'm like, when we all know what the actual deal is. I mean, most of us who watch the show at least know that Vince has been backing Roman Reigns for years. And we've also watched the show for several several months now and know that Elias exists only to be have the the got the better of gotten by somebody else who shows up for a couple of weeks or a, one night like Jeff Jarrett or Kurt Angle or you know the Undertaker or John Cena. So the idea that like that we that they want us to believe that Elias is Vince's favorite is just a troll job. Alex, all of this just begs the question. Yes. Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, got a lot of big names on SmackDown Live. Yep. Just how much help does Primo Cologne need? <laughs> Lots. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. Evidently. I liked SmackDown tonight. It was fun. It, the Superstar Shakeup is always going to be a fun show for me because things seem important. Yep. And they seem like they matter for at least this week. SmackDown seems like it's going to matter for a long time. Right. It, uh, it, it honestly feels like SmackDown is too loaded to be a two-hour show. And uh, what I would have done is probably put the tag team title picture for the women's side over on Raw for a little while because they're yep. going to need some help filling stuff out. And it still can be. That's the beauty of the belts. Right. So. Right. Well, they can be certainly defended over there uh, and taken back and forth by, by Billy and Peyton. But to me, your 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 absolute top contenders to right now, at least, especially since the Riot Squad's been broken up, uh, look like it's going to be uh, Kyrie Sane and Asuka who are on SmackDown. So mm-hmm. it looks like that they're going to be using utilizing the titles, the tag titles on SmackDown at least for the time being. Um, uh, yeah. We- hey, whoever wins them, they they get to pull double duty. So that's, that's something true. you really have. You could literally have. Team PCB reunite, win the tag titles, and be on Raw and SmackDown. That's yep, that's the beauty of it. Um, that, there we go. Let's do our full soup shake wrap up, and it's at the point you coined that term. It's what yeah. I think of now. I don't yeah. think I have to catch myself <laughs> writing the full superstar shake up in the title for SEO reasons. Yes, because people are like, "What the? What is a soup shake?" Yeah. The following superstars made the jump to Raw in this year's shakeup. Now, this is official from WWE. 
AJ Styles, he's going to be a top, yes. top of the line main top. event guy on that yep. brand, obviously. Yep. The Miz, he won't be far off, nope. I don't imagine. Uh, we had mentioned, oh, why why would they move him from Tuesdays to Mondays? Well, because yeah, there will be no Tuesdays in the fall. There, there will be, be no yeah. USA. <laughs> yeah, the, he'll be he'll be on the USA show, and he'll also have a USA show yes. later as well. Yeah, Ricochet, Alistair Black confirmed for Monday Night Raw. Good for Alistair Black. He gets to hang around with his wife. Uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black as a team. Don't know how I feel about that permanently, but yeah. I, I for now. I'm cool with it because it was just desolation in that raw tag team division for a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with them teaming for a while. I, I, what I'm dreading is the inevitable heel turn of one of them. I'm like, I don't want to root against one of these two dudes. They're both awesome. Like the the way that it's going to be this, ah, well now we know it's because, because tag teams can't just dissolve. They have to be broken up by one bad guy of the two dudes. Eric and Ivar. The Viking experience, which I do not expect that name to stick around. I it can't. It just can't. It's the it's the worst thing. I, I mentioned this that I was going to talk about last. They, they should have called them Valhalla. Valhalla is just sounds awesome. It's the Viking afterlife where you fight on a battlefield all day and all night you feast. And in the morning, you start it all over again for eternity. It's badass. There's all kinds of things you could have called them other than the Viking experience, which sounds like the Scandinavian section of Epcot. It's terrible. I fully expect them to have some bangers with AOP. Lots of beef in that one. Lots of beef. Lots of raw beef, according to Corey Graves, (laughs) who says they eat raw meat. Andrade and Zelina Vega uh, for Andrade. Great for Zelina. I look at things and I'm like, ah, you got an awful lot of people with similar skill sets on that women's roster. I don't know how much wrestling she's going to be doing. Yeah. But when I look at it, I'm like, you've got Lacey Evans, rough around the edges, Liv Morgan, who's never proved herself as, as a singles competitor. But, but now she's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. That, that's Liv Morgan's point. on SmackDown. Good, good, good point. Uh, sorry. I just, so that, that, does, that does ease my mind a little bit. Um, Zelina being over there, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I like Andrade being over there. And Zelina yeah. needs to be there with Andrade, for sure. Yeah. We also have Rey Mysterio. He was one of those where I was like, okay, yeah, sure, why not? He is a name, but he's going to be a 50-50 guy. Right. There, there's there's a, yeah, he's a, he should, and they started this thing. It had amazing promise. It's on Raw where they have all kinds of time to fill. You do not have an excuse to do something other than like a best of five Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, one a week for, for, a, for a month and a half of, of just letting these guys have awesome 14-minute matches where they where – they, like you, could, you can make Andrade a star off the back of Rey Mysterio. It could be this amazing thing that they could do. You don't have an excuse not to do it now. The Usos, not on the same brand as Roman Reigns. That's a bummer. But yeah. on the same brand as The Revival, that's really nice. That, that is nice as long as, long as you know – that's the thing we have, you know, the, the skirmish interlopers, uh, the, the, the former war Raiders who are there now uh, they're I'm assuming they're going to wind up with the belts soon. Um, the revival. I like the revival. I, the revival, the best, their best iteration of them in NXT was when they were like middle of the road. We only care about ourselves. We have no heel or face alignment. 
So yes. I love them being in the middle of Usos and, and War Raiders. There is a triple threat tag team match somewhere out on the horizon for the Raw tag team titles that's going to be awesome. Naomi, along with, you know, she's over there with her husband. She's fine. She's going to be a 50-50 person. She is hit or miss in the ring. She's either really good or really just not there. Yeah, I mean, uh, what you what you what you presented last night as the top two contenders for the Raw Women's Title are Natalia and Lacey Evans, and I'd rather see Naomi versus Becky than either of those two. So, I mean, like it's it's a weird thing. Like, I've, the women's division on Raw is kind of suspect at this point. It's it's I'm not sure. EC three. Uh, I, don't again, what, I don't know what again, they're doing. All it takes is for him to come out and say, I'm sick of this crap. I'm not losing hey. ever again. And I'd be like, I'm in the top 1%. I'm going to yeah. prove it. Like, just have him do it. Like, you, you, know can, what's, you, you know what's a lot easier than – You know what's a lot easier than coming up with new talent because nobody's over? Getting people over. <laughs> That's it. If, uh, if, you, if you said, hey, you, you can sink or swim. Get yourself over, kid. EC3 is the kind of guy who can do it. Yeah. Lacey Evans, she's obviously going to be a top name on the Raw Women's Division. We know about that. Sure. Cedric Alexander, we'll see how that ends up. It could be Mustafa Ali, or he could end up being a guy who's barely on TV. Yeah, he's he's better than that. He's He, he held the Cruiserweight Championship for a very long time. Uh, I know he can also work with bigger dudes from his time on Ring of Honor. Uh, he, he feels like the kind of guy whose ceiling is probably a U.S. title uh, contendership. I don't know if he's ever going to win titles, but he can absolutely hang in that area. Um, yeah, there's, I don't know um, where, where, where they're going here in the early summer, but he's absolutely a guy who can hang with, with the best they've got in ring. Somebody says EC3 needs to go back to impact. For, for what? For what reason? So we I mean, can so we get so, once every two months? Yeah. Eric Young, I get the feeling unless they have something big in mind for him, he's he's going to get main beat. Event. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna, he's, yeah, he's going to lose to No Way Jose a few times. Unfortunately, he's a very entertaining guy. Yeah, Lots of his matches in our Jimmy Van match archive on FightfulSelect.com, our premium service. Jimmy Van was one of his uh, earliest bookings, actually. Check it out. We have lots of podcasts over there. Let's move to the SmackDown side. Mickey James, uh, somebody's got to lose on that show. Yep. Apollo Crews, somebody's got to lose on that show. Yeah, unless they're teaming him with uh, Chad Gable. Gable, in which case somebody's going to lose on that show. Liv Morgan, somebody's got to lose on that show. <laughs> Buddy Murphy, yeah. somebody's got it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he Look, could be really entertaining on this show. This is the, th- the, the where I absolutely wanted him to go uh, if he was going to get called up is whatever brand Seth Rollins was on mm-hmm. because that's a dream match. Those two guys are made for each other. But again, here's the thing we got we gotta be honest about. Buddy Murphy was never 205 pounds. Um, so so he's uh he's the kind of guy who absolutely can can fit in with dudes who are bigger than him. Um he's ridiculously talented in the ring. He yeah. he has his velocity on his uh topic on helos is just off the charts. So He's he's an amazing guy. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they are, do. With are him. you implying that the athletic commission did like the Daniel Cormier towel trick, and he like held onto the towel to Man, distribute his weight? It's possible. Who knows? 
what do you think will happen to him physically now that he's up there? Do you think he'll like add weight back or do you think he'll stick with what really set his career off? I mean, yeah, he's, I don't think he's going to add weight back specifically. Like I think he might, I mean, he wasn't really making weight. So I mean, like, so at least I don't, I don't believe it was, but um, I mean, my God, he got a lot leaner. Oh, he did. That's the whole thing. The, is, no, no, he, no, from, from the buddy and but from the, uh, from the Blake and Murphy days, he doesn't even look like the same person at all. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating he's going to stay where he is. Cedric, maybe not. I think we Cedric, figured out who the talent was on that team. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We did. Um, uh, somebody said the Forgotten Sons might get called up today, and I said, "Well, if they do, they'll be called the Biker Experience." <laughs> My God, uh, Lars Murphy or Lars Murphy, <laughs> Lars Sullivan, yeah. set for SmackDown. Okay, well, we got to see how he pans out. We got to see the, how he ends up. The best thing for him is that he is not on the same brand as Braun. Yep, because you cannot have those two guys in the ring at the same time. Because it'll be like, oh, Lars is really short. Like he looked like an inch taller he's, than he's not Arthur. Really short. He's like six no, feet tall. Right, right. But I mean, like as as opposed to the the guys who were like the big, big, big guys. He looked like he's about an inch taller than our truth tonight. Our hey, truth isn't a short guy. No, but he's certainly not billed as a monster. Kyrie saying she'll be teaming with Asuka. I expect the singles thing in the future for her she is the ultimate underdog she is a great addition to smackdown she's great so it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun to watch them bailey in singles action but what strikes me as interesting is she's on the same brand as noted her best friend carmella they could easily play that up and she could transition in and out she's yeah. versatile in that manner i don't put any stock in canada booing her no i don't either i also uh, i loved the interaction she had with becky it was very honest and she's it's been a while. Like there was because because it really has. Like Bailey got brought up to Raw, and Becky's only ever been on SmackDown since since the draft. So I, I love the idea that it's been a while means it's been since NXT. That's yeah. really interesting. That 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 history that those two have going back that far could be played up again here if you ever got them into a feud. It's really cool ideas. Elias going to SmackDown. Now that surprised me a little bit considering that they don't have as much time to work with there. And that's all he does is eat time on a three hour broadcast. He's very good at it. Yeah. But, but having him go out there and troll the troll, the home crowd for four minutes, I don't feel like they've got that kind of time to spare, particularly with this amazing new roster they've built. Raw kind of got a lot of fresher new talent and then Miz and styles up top and SmackDown got Balor and Reigns near the top and then Elias. So, which, which SmackDown needed it because, I mean, we were talking a few months ago uh, where I was saying that New Day needed a feud with Daniel Bryan so they could right. have something going on right. at the top of the card. Right now, there's another thing that we need to talk about, which, uh, which is that there are people who are injured and off TV, at least for a while. And when they come back, they can wind up on either brand and we're just supposed to accept it. I would not be surprised to see Nia Jax move. I, she, she belongs on Raw. They're, they're thin there. They need her. But I would not be surprised if she, whenever she comes back from her, her knee surgeries that she just shows up wherever. Um, uh, 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 and also, um, they've been running those v- Vulture Muppet promos on, on both shows. So whenever Bray shows up, he could be on either brand. 
Um, uh, here's here's the weird thing that, that I'm like, they're not going to do it, but I wouldn't put it past them. If they actually were to give Bray his actual sister Abigail, that might be how they utilize Nikki Cross. Because they have no other plans for her. They've broken up sanity. She's not on either show right I would, now. I would love that. If they kept her off TV. Well, we, would... we're, we're not at her part yet. So okay, Roman Reigns, we know what Roman Reigns is going to be. He's sure. going to be a top of the level baby face yeah, 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 yeah. on SmackDown. If they ever go heel with him, that would be fantastic as well. Finn Balor, I think they got to go heel with him. And make some goddamn use out of Gallows and Anderson for the four months you have them. For the love of God. Just do it. And you know what? You know what you can do around then? Whenever Big E comes back, you got the club, Balor Club, New Day. Rock that as a top-level feud. Uh, But there were also a few names that weren't brought up. You mentioned Nikki Cross. I could see her being with her husband, Killian Dane, or... I liked I liked your idea. Her as Sister Abigail makes a whole lot of sense. You could easily repackage her. She's not that well known to the main roster. She didn't make a ton of uh, on screen appearances. Without sanity, she doesn't have a context right now. She's just the crazy girl. So you could easily make her believable with with a little uh, makeover as as Bray's Sister Abigail. Every time they do that promo where there's the doll sitting in the rocking chair, I'm like, yeah, I could see that being Nikki Cross. Um, yeah, there's, there's, uh, it remains to be seen exactly where we're going to go with, with some of these people that haven't been brought up over the last couple of nights. Well, two of those are heavy machinery. I think they're shooing for 205 live. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I, I, I assumed SmackDown when they didn't show up last night. Uh, uh, so, but they didn't bring them up. They did a thing last night. where like, Hey, here's a bunch of people that we didn't mention. They're definitely on Raw. They didn't do that necessarily tonight. So I'm just assuming Heavy Machinery is going to be on SmackDown. Not looking forward to those two. Um, (laughs) We got a super chat from Ross Gould that says, is Daniel Bryan still on SmackDown? Yes, as far as we know. So let's look at the SmackDown roster, the top of it. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. Those are four real big names uh-huh. just right there. Finn Balor, ready to emerge as a top name. You have uh, Elias there, too. You got Randy Orton just hanging around, by the way. Yeah, he has, he didn't uh, show up tonight. He, he Samoa, showed up last week and RKO'd a bunch of people, but uh, this week, yeah. nothing. We're led to believe that Samoa Joe will be on Raw uh, as probably. he was really sick. I, I believe that's what the EC3 segment was meant for. But you also have names who have competed at the main event level, like Jeff Hardy, Shinsuke Nakamura, people that they can kind of float in and out of there. Ali had a world title match. Don't know how many he's going to get uh, now. But 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 again, he's he's your upper mid-card hope spot babyface. Mm-hmm. You could float him back and forth and never give him a title reign, but always keep him near one of the belts. Sure. Over on Raw, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman near the top. Who do you see emerging as a top main event guy? Because I think we're due one. The Miz probably right. is going to fit there. Uh, I think as soon as they want to, they can split up uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet, and both those guys belong to the top of a card. Ricochet's going to have to learn how to talk. Aleister Black's going to have to learn how to talk. Well, I mean, like, the, the, well, Aleister Black 
you could absolutely see Vince being like, no, 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 he doesn't talk. See, he's a minister of the dark, like, uh, you know, the ministry. Like, I mean, like, I could absolutely see him just yeah, running I mean, back some dark, dark priest crap. With if him. only he had EC3's gimmick, he'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. Where he just didn't dog for months at a time. Yeah, yeah. Drew McIntyre seems kind of poised or did until they 50 50 him to death. Now he just seems like a guy who might challenge for the title on a pay-per-view in the future. I'm real interested and I'm not sure if it's in a good way to see how raw ends up because you know, who didn't get split up Corbin Lashley drew. Yep. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. That was one of the main reasons I wanted drew on SmackDown was to get him away from that muck. Because yeah, yeah, Baron Corbin needed to change the scenery too. He didn't change scenery or repackaging something. He just you can't you you can't keep wasting what a, a, a third or a sixth of every of every raw is a half hour of just Baron Corbin mucking around backstage doing a doing a, a chin lock. Like it's just it just feels no, like it sir. Did. It is a half Nelson cross face. Sorry, I, thank I, I, you. As I, to not hurt Darren Young's feelings. I apologize. Leave us a thumbs up on this video, guys. Thank you all so much for being here. We've got some of our best live numbers ever the last couple of nights. We're here every Monday. We're here every Tuesday. We're also here every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the list. And your boy It is myself and the fightful founder, Jimmy Van. Tap that bell for notifications. I was told some didn't go out tonight. Uh, We're also here after every pay-per-view. And if you want more, we have FightfulSelect.com. Warren Hayes does the NXT 205 Live UK review live every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Every week, I do the Fightful Report podcast. I give you exclusive info, contract updates, injury updates, stats, uh, Fightful behind-the-scenes info. Then every weekend, we have the Weekender podcast from uh, Stephen Jensen, who covers NWA, Ring of Honor, AEW, Impact, uh, PWG, NXT spoilers, a lot of non-main roster stuff is covered on the Weekender podcast. But every month, we have the Retro podcast. This month's, I believe, is WrestleMania 20. Next month, Money in the Bank 2011. Myself and Warren Hayes review that. And then every other week, I come at you with the Q&A show. That will eventually be a weekly show. But if you subscribe, you can ask as many questions as you want. There is no limit. Alex, what do you have going on this week? You watching any NBA playoffs? Of course, I'm watching right now. Watching the Blazers and the Thunder. <laughs> well, uh, I have confirmed it with you, with Jeremy yes. Lambert, with Andrew yes. Thompson. It's set. I think it's June 20th. It is called the Fightful NBA Draft Post Show. For some reason, <laughs> we will be here to yeah. overreact about the yes. NBA draft because there yes. are a few things that I enjoy more in life yeah. than having freezing cold takes yeah. about things that happen in the NBA. <laughs> like the time yeah. where I said Terrence Jones was a future all-star. Like the time <laughs> I crapped on the Bulls for trading Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like the time yeah. where I celebrated Josh Harrelson for being drafted in the second round just because it was willed into existence. Sure. But, hey, there are some that, that age very well, like Lonzo Ball being a heaping trash fire. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you if you believe some of the pundits, the fact that he wasn't he was injured and wasn't playing defense, that's the only reason that LeBron missed the playoffs because Lonzo God. Ball wasn't there. 
Yeah, um, he needed somebody to shoot thirty-seven percent real yeah. bad. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just I'm just happy that by June twentieth we'll be celebrating the championship of the Milwaukee Bucks. It's it's a it's quite a possibility. It is quite a possibility, and you know what? I wouldn't hate it. You know why I wouldn't hate it, Alex? Why? I am a monster University of Kentucky fan. Yep. No University of Kentucky player recruited by John Calipari since he's taken over has won an NBA championship. Interesting. Isn't that amazing? It is crazy. Like, it, it's beyond it, – it's one of the most it, – it's a coincidence because yeah. it's on the teams. That's right. Yep. I'm ready for him, and uh, it's unfortunate what happened to DeMarcus Cousins. But, yeah, guys – that was tough. Yeah. Leave us a thumbs up, guys. Thank you all so much. You all uh, are very important to us, so clickety-clack that thumbs up. We're out. <laughs>